This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services. Earlier this month, we brought you the story of Mundi the Elephant. For 35 years, Mundi lived in a tiny enclosure at the Puerto Rico Zoo, just a quarter of an acre. And she lived a solitary life as the zoo slowly declined and was eventually ordered to shut down earlier this year. Now Mundi's living at an elephant refuge in Georgia. And as Margie Menzel of WFSU reports, she's making friends. When Mundi first arrived in Georgia, she was kept apart from the other elephants by a fence. Carol Buckley, who cares for the animals here, says she wasn't sure how the others would react. But one of them, called Tara, took an interest right away. I'm kind of in shock. I wanted to feed Mundi and Tara close together, and so I fed Tara over here. She picked up her food and brought it right over to the fence line here so she could be eating with Mundi. So you tell me what that means. I think that is really good. Buckley is the founder of Elephant Aid International. She led the team that brought Mundi from Puerto Rico. And the goal has always been that once she is comfortable, then she will be out with them. Yeah. But it's, it, it would be inappropriate for us to rush it. We want to see them together. That elephant talking there was 36-year-old Bo. He also welcomed Mundi at the fence, and once it was taken down, he became her playmate. The three elephants now share 850 acres. In her former life, Mundi was on public display. Not now. Even the volunteers here can observe them only from afar, as Phil Kirikoff does. And now to watch how, how both of them interact with Mundi, it, it's, really, it's really fascinating to watch. Elephants are intelligent and social. They especially respond to reunions, the birth of a new calf, or the death of a loved one. They're capable of complex emotions, and Buckley says they're sensitive to what's happening around them. They feel all the vibration and energy that comes into their area, which is one of the reasons we're not open to the public, because I can't control people's energy. The refuge has been taking in elephants for two years now. It's designed as a retirement community of sorts for those that have been working in zoos and circuses or privately owned, says Buckley. They're recovering from the trauma that they experience living in captivity. And for them to open up and trust you while you are there with them, helping them work through it, it's indescribable. A month ago, Buckley thanked the people of Puerto Rico for letting Mundi go to a better life. The elephant is now free to roam, surrounded by her new friends. For NPR News, I'm Margie Menzel in Tallahassee. story of the year has been the 270-day-long speakership of Representative Kevin McCarthy, whose slim majority in the House of Representatives has enabled a far-right rebellion to exert more weight over the lower chamber. 
The battle between the rebellious Freedom Caucus and McCarthy has been at the heart of an averted debt ceiling crisis and the annual budget debate nearly devolving into a government shutdown, all culminating in the removal of McCarthy on October 3. The debate over abortion has further continued, with numerous laws being passed by state legislatures and court decisions issued at all levels over the issue with last year's overturning of Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey with Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. Political and media attention also has focused on a series of alleged Chinese spy balloons entering U.S. airspace, various candidates entering the race for the following year's presidential election, legal issues surrounding former President Donald Trump and to a lesser extent Representative George Santos, and the continued intensity of a culture war most notably escalated by an ongoing feud between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the Walt Disney Company over the state's parental rights in Education Act. 2023 also saw the roots of a global banking crisis arise out of four American regional banks, the two largest being Silicon Valley Bank and First Republic Bank. 2021's inflation surge moderated in 2023, while the Federal Reserve continued to raise its interest rates in the first half of the year. The rise of artificial intelligence and large language models dominated not only the economy but has also been at the root of a Hollywood double strike conducted by Writers Guild of America and a SAG-AFTRA strike, these were part of a larger phenomenon of labor strikes across the country, in which such large diverse groups, such as Teamsters and auto workers won new contracts. Additionally, the latter half of the year saw many large mergers and acquisitions, some of the largest announcements being in oil and gas with ExxonMobil's purchase of Pioneer Natural Resources for nearly $60 billion and Chevron's acquisition of Hess Corporation for $50 billion, both in October and pending regulatory approval prior to closure. Mass shootings in 2023 have also continued in high numbers, with 528 occurring as of October 2nd according to Gun Violence Archive. Additionally in 2023, as of November 8, the U.S. experienced 25 weather and climate disasters which caused at least $1 billion in damage each. Elections were held on November 7, 2023. This was an off-year election where neither the president or vice president were on the ballot. Seats in the U.S. Congress were not up for election either, save for special elections. One vacancy in the Senate opened up this year due to the death of Dianne Feinstein, California Governor Gavin Newsom appointed LaFonza Butler to serve the remainder of Feinstein's term. Kentucky, Louisiana, and Mississippi held elections for their governors, lieutenant governors, state treasurers, attorney generals, and state agriculture commissioners. The cities of Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Denver, Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Memphis, Nashville, Philadelphia, and Salt Lake City elected their mayors. January January 1st Books, films, and other works published in 1927 enter the public domain 24. The FDA designates sesame seeds as one of the major food allergens 25. January 2nd, a 2022 NFL season, Buffalo Bills player Dammer Hamlin collapses from cardiac arrest after a tackle, causing the Bills game against the Cincinnati Bengals to be cancelled and deemed as a no-contest 26-27. January 3rd 
The 118th United States Congress convenes following the 2022 midterm elections 28 for the next four days, 15 sessions transpire to determine the Speaker of the House of Representatives. This is the first time that a House Speaker was not determined by an initial vote in over 99 years 29. The final of several related shootings which allegedly target Democrats occurs at the home of a Democratic politician in Albuquerque, New Mexico. There are no deaths or injuries 30. Amber McLaughlin becomes the first transgender death row inmate executed in the United States 31. January 4. European Union regulators issue a $414 million fine against Meta platforms for violating the General Data Protection Regulation on Facebook and INSTagram 32. A mass shooting occurs inside a house in Enoch, Utah. Eight members of a single family, consisting of three adults and five children, are killed, with their bodies being found by police during a welfare check 33-34-35. January 5. The South Carolina Supreme Court strikes down the state's six-week abortion ban, ruling it violates the state's Constitution 36. The Idaho Supreme Court upholds the state's ban on abortion in a 3A2 ruling 37. January 6 day a 16-judge panel on the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit blocks a federal ban on bump stocks 38. January 7. After four days and 15 ballots, Rep. Kevin McCarthy is elected the 55th Speaker of the House of Representatives 39. San Francisco's Central Subway enters full revenue service 40. Five black police officers of the Memphis Police Department, severely beat Tyre Nichols, a 29-year-old black man, during a traffic stop. Nichols dies due to his injuries on January 10, and his death causes outrage and protests across the country 41. January 8. Immigration Policy of the Joe Biden Administration, President Biden visits the Mexico-United States border for the first time during his presidency 42. Senator Ben Sasse resigns to become the president-designate of the University of Florida 43. January 9 the University of Georgia Bulldogs win the 2023 college football playoff national championship at Sophie Stadium in Inglewood, California. Georgia defeats Texas Christian University by a score of 6-5-A-7, the largest victory in college bowl game history 44. January 10. Alan Weiselberg is sentenced to five months in jail for a decade-long tax fraud scheme involving the Trump Organization 45. The 80th Golden Globe Awards ceremony takes place in Beverly Hills 46 47 48 49 50. January 11, a 2023 FAA system outage, for the first time since 9-11, the Federal Aviation Administration issues a nationwide ground stop following the failure of the FAA's NOTAM system 5152. January 12, day Joe Biden classified documents incident, Attorney General Merrick Garland appoints Robert Hur to investigate mishandling of classified documents by President Biden 53. January 1-2-A-22-A The 2023 Winter World University Games are held in Lake Placid, New York 54. January 16-A-A a baby, a teenager, and four others are killed in a mass shooting at a home in Goshen, California, by alleged cartel members 55. January 18-A The U.S. Virgin Islands legalizes marijuana, 
becoming the third U.S. territory and 25th U.S. jurisdiction overall to do so 56. January 19th A trade union membership hits an all-time low in U.S. dropping from 10.3% to 10.1%.5758. January 21st A mass shooting occurs at a dance studio in Monterey Park, California, after a Lunar New Year celebration. 11 people are killed, and 9 more are injured, the perpetrator commits suicide the following day 59. January 23rd Criminal proceedings in the January 6th United States Capitol attack, four Oath Keepers in addition to the person who laid his feet on Speaker Nancy Pelosi's desk are convicted 6061. A spree of mass shootings in Half Moon Bay, California kills seven farm workers 62. January 24th A classified documents are revealed to be found at the home of former Vice President Mike Pence 63. January 27th A protests begin after the Memphis Police Department releases a footage of officers beating Tyre Nichols to death. Following the release of the footage, the department disbands its Scorpion unit while the Memphis Fire Services dismisses three personnel for failing to render aid 64-65-66. January 31st A February 2nd A a massive ice storm over the southern United States kills 10 people 67. February February 1st. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady announces his retirement from the NFL 68. Joe Biden classified documents incident, the FBI conducts a planned search of President Biden's home in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware 69. The Federal Reserve raises interest rates by 0.25% from 4.5% to 4.75% 70. February 2nd. In a party line vote. The House of Representatives ousts Representative Ilhan Omar from the House Committee on Foreign Affairs due to remarks that she had previously made regarding Israeli policy that many deemed as anti-Semitic 71. In United States v. Rahimi, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals rules that a federal law which criminalizes the possession of a firearm by an individual who is subject to a restraining order for domestic violence is unconstitutional 7273. 2023 Chinese balloon incident, defense officials announced that a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon is being tracked over the western United States 74. February 3rd. Recreational cannabis sales begin in Missouri 75. A Norfolk Southern train derails while carrying dangerous chemicals outside of East Palestine, Ohio, creating a large environmental disaster 76. February 4th. The suspected Chinese spy balloon is shot down by a missile off the coast of South Carolina 77. February 2023 North American cold wave, Mount Washington, New Hampshire sets a record low wind chill temperature in the country at a 108A degree F, A78A degree C, dot 78. The 2023 National Hockey League All-Star Game is held at the FLA Live Arena in Sunrise, Florida with the Atlantic Division winning. The arena was originally supposed to hold the 2021 All-Star Game but it was cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic 79. February 5. The NFL's first iteration of the Pro Bowl Games is held at Allegiant Stadium in Paradise, Nevada. The NFC wins 358-3380. The 65th Annual Grammy Awards returns to Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. California, 
after being away for three years due to the COVID-19 pandemic and various scheduling conflicts. About Damn Time by Lizzo wins Record of the Year, Harry's House by Harry Styles wins Album of the Year, while Bianca Copyright wins her 32nd award to become the most winning artist of all time 81. February 7 President Biden gives his second official State of the Union address to Congress 82. LeBron James breaks the all-time NBA scoring record, scoring 38,388 points. The record was previously held by Hall of Famer Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 83. February 9. Pence is subpoenaed by a special counsel leading investigations into Trump 84. The United States military shoots down a high-altitude object over Alaska 85. February 10 A Mike Pence classified documents incident, the FBI conducts a search of Pence's home and finds an additional classified document 86. February 11 A The United States military, under orders of President Biden, shoots down a high-altitude object over Yukon, Canada 87. February 12 the United States military shoots down an unidentified object over Lake Huron, the third in less than a week 88. 2022 NFL season, the Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 3-8-35 to win Super Bowl LVII 89 quarterback Patrick Mahomes wins Super Bowl MVP 90. February 13. Georgia Judge Robert C. I. McBurney approves the release of parts of a grand jury inquiry investigating Trump's effort to overturn election results in Georgia 91. A mass shooting is carried out at Michigan State University. Three students were killed in the attack and five others injured. The shooter committed suicide as he was being approached by police 92. February 14th A. Nikki Haley announces her 2024 presidential campaign 93. February 17th day a shooting spree takes place in Arkabudla, Mississippi, killing six people and injuring one other person. The suspect is later arrested 94. February 19th a Ricky Stenhouse Jr. wins the 2023 running of the Daytona 500, beginning the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series 95. February 21st A entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy announces his candidacy for president in the 2024 election 96. February 21st A 24 A a massive winter storm causes extreme wind and rain on the west coast of the United States, while bringing extreme blizzard conditions to the Midwest and Northeast. February 23rd A the syndicated Dilbert comic strip is dropped by many newspapers, most notably the Los Angeles Times. The Washington Post, and USA Today, after creator Scott Adams posts a video in which he characterized black people as a hate group. 9798. March. March 2nd. Trial of Alex Murdaugh. Alex Murdaugh is convicted by a jury and sentenced to life in prison without parole the next day for the murders of both his wife and son, as well as two gun charges 991001. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee signs the Tennessee Adult Entertainment Act into law, controversial legislation which bans drag performances towards minors in the state 102. Businessman Perry Johnson announces his 2024 presidential campaign 103. March 3 Walgreens announces that it will not sell abortion pills in states where Republican officials threaten to take legal action 104. 
March 4 A. Marianne Williamson announces her 2024 presidential campaign 105. March 6 A. State Representative Brian Slayton introduces the Texas Independence Referendum Act which, if passed, would call for a state referendum on the secession of Texas from the United States 77-106 The bill would later fail to get out of committee before the end of the regular session. March 8 Transgender rights in the United States, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz signs an executive order to protect gender-affirming health care 107. March 2023 United States bank failures, Silvergate Bank a bank that dealt mostly in cryptocurrency, announces its plan to liquidate and effectively ceases operations after it failed to remain solvent due to a tumultuous cryptocurrency market 108. March 10 A in the largest bank failure since the 2007 A 2008 financial crisis, Silicon Valley Bank, with $212 billion in assets, becomes the second bank to fail this month after it is shuttered by regulators after a bank run leads to its collapse. It would become the third largest bank failure after First Republic Bank failed a month later 109. March 12. The 95th Academy Awards, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, are held at the Dolby Theatre in Los Angeles. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Skynert's Everything Everywhere All at Once lead the nominations with 11. The film wins seven of those awards, including Best Picture 110 The Telecast, not counting streaming views, garnered 18.7 million views, a slight increase from the previous ceremony 111. Signature Bank collapses and becomes the third bank in five days to fail. With $110 billion in assets, it is the fourth largest bank failure in American history 112. March 13 day the Alaska Willow Project, which calls for oil extraction in the northern region of the state, is approved. The project was and remains subject to substantial controversy and protest, especially on social media 113. March 14 day the March 2023 Nor'easter causes widespread damage and knocks out power for 250,000 people in New York and New England 114-115. March 15 A federal regulators approve the merger of major railroads Kansas City Southern and Canadian Pacific 116. March 18 A Wyoming becomes the first U.S. state to ban the Mifepristone pill 117-118. March 20 The Idaho State Legislature passes a bill that brings in execution by firing squad. If signed by the governor, Idaho would become the fifth state to use this method 119-120. President Biden issues his first veto to block a federal rule by the Department of Labor to weigh the long-term impacts of social factors and climate change on investments 121-122. March 22nd day the Federal Reserve raises interest rates by 0.25% from 4.75% to 5% 123. March 24, A 2023 Pennsylvania Chocolate Factory Explosion, an explosion at an R.M. Palmer Company chocolate factory in West Reading, Pennsylvania kills seven and injures eight others 124. March 24, A 27, A tornado outbreak kills at least 26 people in Mississippi and Alabama. This includes a violent tornado which devastated the city of Rolling Fork and the town of Silver City in Mississippi, 
killing 16 people and injuring 165 others 125-126. March 27. Six victims as well as the perpetrator are killed in a mass shooting at the Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee 127. President Biden invokes the Defense Production Act to spend $50 million on the production of printed circuit boards 128. March 28 day the United States announces that it will stop sharing information about its nuclear arsenal with Russia over the latter's withdrawal from the New START Nuclear Arms Treaty 129. March 29 day in basketball, the Sacramento Kings make the NBA playoffs for the first time since 2006 ending their record 17-year playoff drought 130-131. March 30th. Stormy Danielsa Donald Trump scandal, Trump is indicted over his hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels, making him the first former president to be charged with a crime 132. The International Court of Justice rules that the United States violated its Treaty of Amity with Iran when it allowed its domestic courts to freeze assets held by Iranian companies 133. March 31 A Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir signs a bill legalizing medical cannabis in the state 134. March 31 A April 1 A at least 32 people are killed in a series of tornado outbreaks in the South and Midwest 135. April April 1st A federal judge Robert L. Pittman orders that 12 books containing LGBT and racial content which were banned by Lano County, Texas school officials must be returned to school shelves 136. April 2nd Former Arkansas Governor A.S.A. Hutchinson announces his 2024 presidential campaign 137. LSU's women's basketball team defeats Iowa's by a score of 102 to 85 to win the 2023 running of women's March Madness. The Lady Tigers score their first national title, and the game scores the highest TV ratings in tournament history 138-139. April 3. World Wrestling Entertainment is sold to Endeavor, the parent company of the mixed martial arts promotion Ultimate Fighting Championship. WWE and UFC are set merged to form a new company, with the merger to be finalized by the second half of the year 140. In men's college basketball, UConn defeats San Diego State 7-6A-59 to win the 2023 running of men's March Madness, getting their fifth championship title 141. NASA announces the crew of Artemis II the first crewed mission to the Moon and beyond low Earth orbit since Apollo 17 back in 1972-142. April 4th A indictment of Donald Trump, the former president pleads not guilty to 34 charges of falsifying business records related to the scandal involving Stormy Daniels 143. April 5th A attorney and author Robert F. Kennedy Jr. announces his presidential campaign, challenging Biden in the 2024 Democratic primaries 144. April 6. 2023 Tennessee House of Representatives expulsions, the Republican-dominated Tennessee House of Representatives expels two Democrats who protested in favor of gun control reform, a vote to expel a third one failed 145. 
ProPublica publishes a report which details that Associate Justice Clarence Thomas has repeatedly failed to disclose luxury trips with Republican megadonor Harlan Crow over the past 20 years 146-147. April 10. Five people are killed and eight others are injured in a mass shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. The perpetrator is also killed 148. 2022-2023 Pentagon document leaks, documents from the Pentagon detailing foreign military aid related to the Russian invasion of Ukraine is leaked onto the Internet 149. 2023 Tennessee House of Representatives expulsions, the Metropolitan Council of Nashville and Davidson County unanimously votes to reinstate Representative Justin Jones to his seat in the Tennessee House of Representatives 150. April 11th in ice hockey, the Boston Bruins break the NHL record for the most points scored in a single season with 133 points. This comes two days after surpassing the 2018-19 Tampa Bay Lightning and 1995-96 Detroit Red Wings for the most wins in a regular season with their 63rd win 151-152. April 12th. The Arizona Supreme Court rules that the Latter-day Saints Church can refuse to answer questions or turn over documents under a state law that exempts religious officials from having to report child sex abuse if they learn of the crime during a confessional setting 153. 2023 Tennessee House of Representatives expulsions, the Shelby County Commission votes to reinstate Justin J. Pearson to the Tennessee House of Representatives 154. April 13. 2022-2023 Pentagon document leaks, the FBI arrests Jack Tyxera, a 21-year-old member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, who allegedly leaked classified United States Department of Defense documents on his Discord server. On the following day, he is charged with violating the Espionage Act of 1917 155-156. Florida enacts legislation which bans most abortions after six weeks 157. April 14th A Montana becomes the first state to pass legislation banning TikTok on all personal devices from operating within state lines and barring app stores from offering TikTok for downloads 158-159. April 15th A 2023 Dateville shooting, four people are killed, and 32 injured, at a birthday celebration in Dadeville, Alabama 160. April 18. Fox News and Dominion voting systems reach a $787.5 million settlement in the latter's defamation lawsuit against the news network 161. A shooting occurs in Bowdoin and Yarmouth, Maine, killing four and injuring three. April 20th A Larry Elder announces his campaign for president on an episode of Tucker Carlson Tonight 162. April 21st A Elon Musk's SpaceX launches its first test flight of Starship. The device explodes shortly after launch 163. April 22nd A The Supreme Court rules that pending trial, Mifprestone can remain on U.S. markets. The decision is seen as a victory for the National Abortion Rights Movement 164. April 23. Delaware legalizes recreational marijuana 165. Bed Bath & Beyond files for Chapter 11 Bankruptcy Protection 166.
NBC Universal CEO Jeff Shell is fired over an inappropriate relationship with an employee 167. April 24. Within minutes of each other, Fox News and CNN fire Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon respectively. Carlson's firing was a result of the Dominion lawsuit settlement, while Lemon's was because of numerous misogynistic comments made in the past 168. April 25 – President Biden formally announces his campaign for re-election in the 2024 United States presidential election 169. April 26 – Disney and Florida's Parental Rights in Education Act, Disney files suit against Ron DeSantis over a targeted campaign of government retaliation. 170. April 27 – The 2023 NFL Draft is held in Kansas City with Alabama quarterback Bryce Young being selected by the Carolina Panthers as the first overall pick 171. April 28th a shooting occurs in Cleveland, Texas killing five, and the suspect is caught after four days 172. May May 1st 2023 banking crisis, First Republic Bank fails and is seized by the FDIC, which auctions off the bank's assets to J.P. Morgan Chase for $10.7 billion. First Republic becomes the fourth bank to fail since March and replaces Silicon Valley Bank as the second largest bank failure in U.S. history 173-174. Ron DeSantis signs a bill authorizing the use of the death penalty for convicted child rapists. The legislation is likely to be challenged for violating Supreme Court Precedent 175. A shooting takes place in Henrietta, Oklahoma, killing six after the suspect was supposed to stand for a jury trial regarding an accusation of sexting a minor 176. May 2nd day the 2023 Writers Guild of America strike begins due to unsuccessful pay raise negotiations. The strike halts the production of most movies and TV shows 177-178. May 3rd. The Federal Reserve raises interest rates by 0.25% from 5% to 5.25% 179. New York bans gas stoves and propane heating in new residential constructions. The bans take effect in 2026 for smaller residential buildings and 2029 for larger residential buildings 180. Former Minneapolis police officer Dio Thao is found guilty of second-degree manslaughter in the murder of George Floyd 181. A shooting takes place at a hospital in Midtown Atlanta killing one and injuring four. The perpetrator is caught after eight hours. May 4. Criminal proceedings in the January 6 United States Capitol attack, four members of the Proud Boys who were at the January 6 attack, including founder Enrique Terrio, are found guilty of several felony charges including seditious conspiracy 182. A New York-based federal jury rules that Ed Sheeran did not steal parts of Marvin Gaye's song Let's Get It On and use it in his song Thinking Out Loud. 183. May 6 day nine people are killed including the perpetrator, after a mass shooting at a mall in Allen, Texas 184. May 7th day 8 people are killed after a vehicle drives into pedestrians outside a migrant center in Brownsville, Texas 185. May 9th. 
A Manhattan-based federal civil jury finds that Trump sexually abused and defamed writer Eugene Carroll in 1996, awarding her $5 million in damages 186. U.S. Representative George Santos is indicted by federal prosecutors and charged with multiple counts of wire fraud, money laundering, and theft of private funds 187. May 12th day the Title 42 expulsion policy expires at midnight, creating a question about whether a new immigration policy would be formed as a replacement. This comes as a surge of migrants gather at the U.S. southern border 188. May 15. The National Institutes of Health begins a phase 1 trial of an mRNA-based universal influenza vaccine 189. Three are killed at a shooting in Farmington, New Mexico. Six others are wounded 190. May 16th day North Carolina state legislature bans nearly all abortions after 12 weeks, overriding a veto by Governor Roy Cooper 191. May 19. 2024 United States presidential election, Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina files to run in the 2024 Republican Party presidential primaries 192. United States Attorney for the District of Massachusetts Rachel Rollins resigns after an ethics probe finds that she had grossly violated multiple policies and lied under oath 193. May 24, A. DeSantis launches his campaign to run for President of the United States 194. May 27, A. 2023 United States debt ceiling crisis, House Republicans and the White House reach a deal to raise the debt ceiling and prevent the United States from defaulting 195. May 28, A. The 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 is held with Joseph Newgarden wins his first Indy 500-196. May 30th A NVIDIA becomes the first chip maker valued at over $1 trillion, amid the ongoing AI boom 197. June June 2nd Mike Pence classified documents incident, the Department of Justice notified Pence that its investigation had ended and that the Department of Justice had decided not to charge him 198. Fort Bragg, originally named for Confederate General Braxton Bragg, is renamed Fort Liberty 199. June 30, 2023 United States debt ceiling crisis, Biden signs the Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023 into law in an effort to prevent the United States from entering a debt ceiling default 200. June 4, a privately operated Cessna 560 Citation V carrying three passengers and a pilot crashed near the George Washington National Forest, Virginia killing everyone on board. The plane had strayed into restricted airspace and F-16 jets were sent to intercept it. The pilots of the jets could see that the pilot of the plane was passed out 201. June 5. Oklahoma approves the first-ever religious charter school in the United States 202. Apple unveils a mixed-reality headset called the Vision Pro, its first new product category since the Apple Watch in 2015. The device is noted for its expected retail price of $3,499 that is considerably higher than other VR and AR headsets on the market 203. June 6. Wildfires in Quebec cause the air quality to deteriorate in the northeast and part of the Midwest. 
Millions of Americans and Canadians are advised to wear N95 masks 204-205. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie announces his 2024 presidential campaign 206. June 7. Mike Pence announces his candidacy for president in the 2024 election 207. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum announces his candidacy for president in the 2024 election 208. CNN CEO Chris Licht departs the network after a 15,000-word profile disgracing Licht was published in The Atlantic 209. June 8. The Supreme Court rules in a 5A4 decision that Alabama must redraw its congressional map as it violates Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act of 1965 in racially discriminating against African Americans in the state 210. Trump reveals on Truth Social that he has been indicted by Jack Smith's special counsel over mishandling of classified documents found at the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. The following Tuesday, he pleaded not guilty before the court 211-212. June 9th a Lionel Messi announces he will join Major League Soccer's Inter-Miami CF, turning down offers to stay at FC Barcelona and to join the Saudi Professional League. Debuting with and scoring for the team on July 21st, the deal is seen as a blow to Saudi Arabia's sports ambitions, but a major boost to soccer in the United States ahead of the 2026 FIFA World Cup 213. June 12. The FTC files to block the proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft 214. Dick Clark Productions and Eldridge Industries acquire all rights and assets relating to the Golden Globe Awards. As a result, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and its membership will be shuttered at a later date 215. In basketball, the Denver Nuggets win the 2023 NBA Finals, their first NBA championship, in five games against the Miami Heat. Nikola Jokic wins NBA Finals MVP 216. June 13. A mass shooting in Denver injures 10 people celebrating the Nuggets Championship 217. In ice hockey, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers to win the 2023 Stanley Cup Finals for their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Jonathan Marcheseau wins the Conn Smythe Trophy for Playoffs MVP 218. The City Council of Hamtramck, Michigan introduced a resolution prohibiting the display of all flags but the American flag and a nation saw flags that represent the international character of the city a which many interpreted as an indirectly targeted ban of the rainbow flag on city property and sidewalks, which had previously been the source of controversy among some residents 219 following three hours of public comment, the council passed the resolution unanimously 220-221. June 15 a Chad Dewar man kills three of his children but his wife and stepdaughter manage to escape. He was arrested later that day citation needed. June 18. An underwater submersible called Titan goes missing during a dive to visit the wreck site of the RMS Titanic with five people aboard. Four days later, a portion of the hull is discovered as a part of an American search and rescue operation, confirming the loss of the vessel as well as all five passengers on board. A shooting takes place in Willowbrook, Illinois, during a Juneteenth celebration, killing one and injuring 22-222.
The United States wins the 2023 CONCACAF Nations League final after defeating Canada 2A0-223. June 20 A Hunter Bitten agrees to plead guilty to federal tax and firearms charges 224. June 20 A26 A A series of tornado outbreaks across the United States kills 8 people and injures over 126 others. This included a historic tornado outbreak on June 21 in Colorado 225. June 22 A former U.S. representative from Texas Will Hurd launches his presidential campaign 226. June 24 A A freight train carrying hazardous materials derails, causing several cars to fall into the Yellowstone River 227. June 27 the Supreme Court rules in a 6A3 decision against the implementation of the Independent State Legislature Theory 228-229. The Supreme Court rules in a 7A2 decision that prosecutors must prove true threats be either reckless or made with subjective intention in order to convict 230. Radio host Ryan Seacrest is announced to be the successor of Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune, approximately two weeks after Sajik announced his retirement effective in 2024-231-232. June 29. The Supreme Court rules that affirmative action in university admissions violates the Equal Protection Clause in the 14th Amendment. The court rules 6-3 in both Students for Fair Admissions v. University of North Carolina and Students for Fair Admissions v. Harvard 233. Mike Pence makes a surprise visit to Ukraine, meeting with Zelensky and touring both Kyiv and Ipran 234. June 30. The Supreme Court rules in a 6A3 decision that the HEROES Act does not grant the President the right to forgive student debts 235. The Supreme Court rules in a 6A3 decision that the First Amendment prohibits states from forcing website designers to create designs they disagree with. The decision is seen as a victory for religious conservatives and free speech advocates but a setback for LGBT and rights 236. The Skyline Light Rail formally opens in Honolulu, Hawaii. It is the first major metro system in the United States that has platform screen doors built into its stations 237. Apple Incorporated closes with a market capitalization above $3 trillion for the first time becoming the only public company to do so as of yet B-238. July July 2nd A mass shooting takes place in Baltimore, Maryland, killing two and injuring 28-239. July 3rd A mass shooting takes place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, killing five and injuring two. The suspect was arrested later that day 240. July 5th Meta Platforms launches Threads as a direct competitor to Twitter 241. Stop the Steel lawyer L. Linwood announces that he will relinquish his law license in Georgia in an effort to avoid disbarment 242. July 6A9, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen visits Beijing with the intent to reduce tensions in Chinese-American relations 243. July 7. Patrick Crucius the man who killed 23 people at an El Paso Walmart in 2019 is sentenced to 90 consecutive life sentences, the second longest prison sentence in American history and trailing only Oklahoma City bombing accomplice Terry Nichols 244. 
A state judge in Oklahoma dismisses a lawsuit by the last three known survivors of the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre for reparations 245. July 9 A11A A series of destructive floods strike the northeast after a heavy rainstorm 246. July 11th A Bank of America is ordered by the CFPB to pay $253.4 million, including a $150 million fine for deceptive practices and misuse of overdraft fees 247. July 13th day the FDA announces that the birth control pill Norgestrol, also known as a pill, will be available without a prescription 248. July 14th. SAC-AFTRA begins an ongoing strike after the National Board failed to reach an agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, bringing Hollywood to a standstill for the first time since 1960 with the ongoing writer's strike 249. New York authorities announced that a suspect has been arrested and charged with three murders in connection with the ongoing Gilgo Beach serial killings case from 2010-250. Four police officers are shot in Fargo, North Dakota, killing one of the officers and wounding the others. The suspect was shot dead in a shootout citation needed. July 16th day Mexico wins the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Cup final against Panama 1A0 at Sophie Stadium in Inglewood, California 251. July 17th day the FDA approves the drug near Sevamab, also known as Bifortis, which treats RSV in infants 252. July 18th day Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel announces charges against 16 pro-Trump fake electors who attempted to overturn Bidna's victory in the state during the 2020 election 253. July 21st, Warner Brothers Barbie and Universal's Oppenheimer are both released, causing the Barbenheimer cultural phenomenon, which encouraged moviegoers to see both films as a double feature. The two movies end up being the highest and third highest grossing movies of the year, respectively 254. July 26. In response to many automakers adopting Tesla's North American charging standard, a consortium composing of Mercedes, Honda, Kia, Hyundai, General Motors, BMW, and Stellantis announced the formation of their own charging network which will feature Tesla and CCS plugs 255-256. The Federal Reserve raises interest rates by 0.25% to their highest level since 2001-257. July 27th A federal prosecution of Donald Trump, special counsel Jack Smith charges Mar-a-Lago maintenance chief Carlos de Oliveira and levies additional charges against Walt Nauta and Trump 258. July 31st A the Vogdal electric generating plant begins operations at its Unit 3 reactor, America's first new nuclear reactor in seven years 259. August. August 1st. Donald Trump is indicted for a third time by a grand jury for his attempts to overturn the 2020 election and the subsequent January 6 attack 260. Fitch Ratings downgrades its U.S. debt rating from AAA to A+, citing deteriorating standard of governance.261. August 3rd A Pittsburgh Synagogue Shooting, perpetrator Robert Gregory Bowers is sentenced to the death penalty 262. August 4 a riots break out in New York City's Union Square during a PS5 giveaway hosted by internet streamer Kaisenet.
Dozens of people are arrested, including Senate himself, and several police officers are injured 263. August 5 a large brawl occurs on Montgomery's riverfront dock 264. August 6 day at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup, the United States loses in the round of 16 to Sweden 5-a-4 in penalties after tying 0-a-0, making it the first time in the Women's World Cup that the United States failed to reach either the quarterfinals or the semifinals 265. August 7 a former Minneapolis police officer Tio Uthao is sentenced to four years and nine months in prison for his actions in the murder of George Floyd 266. August 8 a August 11 a wildfires caused by high winds from Hurricane Dora strike the island of Maui in Hawaii, almost completely destroying the town of Lahaina. As of August 25, 115 people have been killed, 67 have been injured, over 380 people are missing, and 2,207 buildings have been destroyed. Needs update it marks the deadliest wildfire in the last 100 years 267. August 9th, A. Taylor Swift completes the first U.S. leg of the Eras Tour at Sophie Stadium in Los Angeles, which has had a wide impact on the economy and culture 268 269. August 10th, A. Tapestry owner of Kate Spade & Coach, announces it will buy Capri Holdings, owner of Michael Kors, Versace, and Jimmy Choo, for $8.5 billion in cash 270. August 11 day the United States reports it recorded its highest number of suicides in 2022, with 49,449 people taking their own lives, making it the deadliest suicide rate in the country since World War II 271. August 14th a Trump is indicted in Atlanta on 13 counts including racketeering for his attempts to overturn President Biden's victory in Georgia during the 2020 election. Indictments are also announced against 18 Trump associates 272-273. August 18th a Americana Japanese Korean Trilateral Pact the United States, Japan, and South Korea agreed to sign a trilateral pact at Camp David. Maryland 274. August 20th a Hurricane Hillary makes landfall in Southern California causing widespread flooding and thousands of power outages, making it the first major tropical storm to impact the region and the first to strike California since 1939-275-276. August 23rd. South Carolina Supreme Court reverses its earlier prohibition on a six-week abortion ban, and allows the ban to come into effect 277. A shooting occurs at the historic Biker Bar Cook's Corner in Tribuco Canyon, California, leaving four dead, including the suspect, and six others injured 278. 2024 Republican Party presidential primaries A. The Republican National Committee holds the first primary debate in Milwaukee, Wisconsin 279. August 24. Four tornadoes touched down in southern Michigan, killing five people 280. The mugshot of Donald Trump is taken at Fulton County Jail 281. August 26, 2023 Jacksonville shooting, a man killed three people before committing suicide at a Dollar General store in Jacksonville, Florida. The motive is believed to be racial hatred 282. August 28, Zajayan 
a professor at UNC Chapel Hill is murdered by one of his graduate students 283. August 30 a Hurricane Adalia makes landfall at 7.45 a.m. EDT with 125 miles per hour winds near Keaton Beach, Florida. It is the first major hurricane on record to impact the Big Bend of Florida 284. August 31 a Proud Boys leader Joe Biggs is sentenced to 17 years in federal prison for his actions in the January 6 United States Capitol attack 285. September September 1 a two more Proud Boys, leader Ethan Nordian and member Dominic Petzola, are sentenced to 18 and 10 years respectively for their actions in the January 6 Capitol attack 286. September 5 New York City Local Law 18 comes into effect, which effectively bans Airbnb from doing business within city limits 287. Ex-Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio is sentenced to 22 years in prison for his part in the January 6 Capitol attack 288. September 6 a geologists report the discovery of what may be the largest known deposit of lithium, located in the crater of a dormant volcano along the Nevada-Oregon border, and estimated to contain 20 to 40 million tons of the metal 289. September 7 Former Trump administration economic adviser Peter Navarro is found guilty of contempt of Congress for failing to comply with a congressional subpoena issued by the January 6 committee related to the attack on the Capitol 290. September 9 a Coco Goff wins the women's singles in the U.S. Open, making her the first teenager to win the title since Serena Williams in 1999 -291. September 10 a the U.S. national FIBA team gets fourth place at the 2023 FIBA Basketball World Cup after losing to Canada 127-A-118 in overtime 292. September 11 a Hostess Brands announces it will be bought by the J.M. Smucker Company in a $5.6 billion cash and stock deal 293. September 14 Caesars Entertainment and MGM Resorts announce their computer systems have been hacked by the group Scattered Spider 294. Hunter Bitten, son of President Bitten, is indicted on federal gun charges 295. September 15 the United Auto Workers begin a strike against the big three American automakers of Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis 296. September 17 in ice hockey. Mike Babcock resigns as the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets following an NHL Players Association investigation into his alleged requests for personal photos of players 297. September 18 The Linac coherent light source at the SLAC National Accelerator Laboratory is upgraded to LCLS2 and successfully demonstrates its first X-rays, which are 10,000 times brighter than the previous version 298-299. September 19 a Instacart makes a highly watched initial public offering on the Nasdaq, with the new stock ticker cart. One of the biggest IPOs of the past two years, the company falls below its IPO price of $30 per share the day after it opens 300. September 20 The national debt rises to $33 trillion 301. The Senate confirms Charles Q. Brown Jr. as the next chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, overcoming a protest set by Alabama GOP Senator Tommy Tuberville 302. 
September 21 A media mogul Rupert Murdoch announces his retirement and plan to hand off his businesses, News Corp. and Fox, over to his son Lachlan 303. September 22 Senator Bob Menendez from New Jersey is indicted on federal corruption charges 304. Brighty Line opens its long-awaited extension from West Palm Beach to Orlando International Airport 305. September 25. The Biden administration recognizes the Cook Islands and Niu as sovereign states, establishing formal relations between both Pacific Island countries 306. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg announces a $1.4 billion investment in the nation's railroad network to improve safety and capacity, mostly funded by the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act 307. September 26. The FTC and 17 states file an antitrust suit against Amazon for monopolistic practices 308. New York Civil Investigation of the Trump Organization, New York Judge Arthur Ingeron rules that Trump and his organization persistently committed fraud and inflated his wealth to achieve favorable loans and devalued the worth of his assets to pay lower taxes to the IRS 309. September 27. The second Republican presidential primary debate takes place at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Sima Valley, California 310. The WGA strike comes to an end at 12.01 a.m. PDT after a tentative agreement is reached three days earlier 311. September 29. Floods across the New York metropolitan area occur with more than 6 inches, 150 millimeters, of rain in less than 12 hours 312. 60-year-old Dwayne Davis, a former gang leader, is arrested and charged with the 1996 murder of famed rapper Tupac Shakur 313. September 30, a 2023 Major League Baseball postseason, following a 7-3 Miami Marlins victory against the Pittsburgh Pirates, Kim NG becomes the first female general manager to lead a playoff team in Major League Baseball history 314. October October 1 A California Governor Gavin Newsom appoints LaFonza Butler to fill the U.S. Senate seat left vacant by the death of Dianne Feinstein 315. October 3 A Kevin McCarthy is ousted as Speaker of the House, marking the first removal of a Speaker by a vote in the House. Eight Republicans, led by Matt Gates, join all present Democrats voting to remove in a 216A210 vote 316. October 9th, a Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin orders the deployment of a carrier strike group led by the aircraft carrier USS Gerald R. Ford to the eastern Mediterranean in response to terror attacks on civilians in Israel by Hamas. The group also includes the cruiser USS Normandy and the destroyers USS Thomas Hudner, USS Ramage, USS Kearney, and USS Roosevelt 317. October 11th A ExxonMobil announces it will acquire Pioneer Natural Resources in a $60 billion all-stock deal, the largest in the energy industry in nearly two decades 318. October 13th A NASA launches its Psyche mission to visit the large metallic asteroid 16 Psyche 319. October 14th A an annular solar eclipse takes place across the southwestern United States 320. October 15. 
Rite Aid files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection after losing $3.45 billion attributed to lawsuits related to the opioid epidemic 321. A man kills a six-year-old Palestinian Muslim boy and seriously injures his mother in Plainfield Township, Illinois. The perpetrator, who was the victim's landlord, states he was motivated by the ongoing Israel-Gaza War 322. 21 species in the United States are declared extinct by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. These are one mammal, 10 birds, 2 fish, and 8 mussels 323-324. October 17th A Detroit casino workers call the first strike in their history after failing to reach a deal with MGM Resorts and Penn Entertainment 325. October 18th a driver is arrested after crashing into a group of Pepperdine University students walking in Malibu, California, killing four and injuring two others 326. The U.S. Treasury Department announces an ease of certain oil, gas, and gold sanctions on Venezuela following the Venezuelan government and opposition's agreement to conduct elections 327. Dutch serial killer Joran van der Sloot confesses in a U.S. federal court that he killed Natalie Holloway in Aruba in 2005-328. October 19, a 2020 Georgia election investigation, attorney Sidney Powell pleads guilty in the Georgia election racketeering prosecution for her role in attempting to overturn the results, she is joined by fellow attorneys Kenneth Kesebro the following day and by attorney Jenna Ellis on October 24, 329, 330, 331. October 20th. October 2023 Speaker of the United States House of Representatives election, Jim Jordan withdraws his nomination to become the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives after a third vote fails to elevate him to the position 332. Federal bankruptcy judge Christopher Lopez rules that Alex Jones cannot use his personal bankruptcy to avoid paying roughly $1.1 billion in damages resulting from the lawsuits over his conspiracy theories and lies about the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting 333. October 21st A Chevron announces it will acquire Hess Corporation for $50 billion 334. October 23rd A Horizon Air Flight 2059 an off-duty pilot reportedly attempts to hijack and crash a passenger plane traveling from Everett, Washington, to San Francisco, California 335. October 24. The Georgia Supreme Court upholds the state's six-week abortion ban 336. October Speaker of the House election, the GOP choose Tom Emmer as their nominee for Speaker of the House, only for Emmer to drop out of the race mere hours after nomination. The party reconvenes later that evening and nominates Mike Johnson of Louisiana, who wins the office the next day 337-338. Meta Platforms is sued by 41 states attorneys general and D.C. accusing the social media giant of harming children's health, 33 of which under a joint lawsuit in California and the remaining 8 states and D.C. in their own jurisdictions 339. October 25 a mass shooting occurs in Lewiston, Maine, killing at least 18 and injuring a further 13 in the deadliest mass shooting of the year so far 340 the suspect is found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound two days later 341. 
October 27th, a retired Colombian army officer who participated in the 2021 assassination of Haitian President Juvenal Moise is sentenced by a court to life imprisonment in Miami 342. October 28th, a Mike Pence suspends his campaign for the Republican Party presidential nomination for the upcoming 2024 election 343. October 29th, a 2023 Ebor City shootings. Two people are killed and 16 others are injured in a mass shooting in the Ebor City neighborhood of Tampa, Florida. A 22-year-old man is arrested 344. October 30, a 2023 United Auto Workers strike. The UAW reaches a tentative deal with General Motors after making tentative agreements with Stellantis and Ford, officially ending the strike 345-346. November November 1, a 2023 Major League Baseball season A. The Texas Rangers win their first World Series after defeating the Arizona Diamondbacks in five games 347. November 2. Six Flags and Cedar Fair, two of the largest amusement park companies in the United States, announced that they are planning to merge 348. The future new company will be called Six Flags. However it will be publicly traded under Cedar Fair's current ticker symbol, Fund 349. United States v. Bankman Friday FTX founder Sam Bankman Fried is convicted by a jury on all seven fraud-related counts 350. Biden calls for a pause in the Israel-Hamas war to allow for hostages to get out and humanitarian aid to get in 351. November 4, a 2023 Israel-Hamas war protests in the United States A. The National March on Washington, Free Palestine takes place at the National Mall and attracts between 100,000 to 300,000 participants with the goal of reaching a ceasefire in Gaza amid the ongoing conflict. November 5, a anti-Semitism during the 2023 Israel-Hamas war A. Paul Kessler, a 69-year-old Jewish man, is fatally injured during a confrontation between pro-Israeli and pro-Palestinian demonstrators in Thousand Oaks, California. Local authorities are considering the case as an anti-Semitic hate crime 352. November 6 day we work, once the most valuable U.S. startup, files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy with liabilities of up to $50 billion 353. November 7th day a massive fire breaks out in Hangar No. 1 at the former Marine Corps Air Station Tustin in Tustin, California 354. November 9. SAG-AFTRA ends its strike at 12.01 a.m. PDT following a tentative deal reached the day prior 355. Surgeons at NYU Longoni Health announced the world's first whole eye transplant 356. November 10, a the Big Ten Conference suspends Michigan Wolverines football head coach Jim Harbaugh from the team's final three regular season games due to a sign-stealing scandal 357. November 12, a Senator Tim Scott suspends his campaign for president 358. November 14, a 2023 Israel-Hamas war protests in the United States a the March for Israel rally takes place at the National Mall in Washington. D.C. to support Israel amid its war against Hamas, to call for the release of hostages held by Hamas, and to combat rising anti-Semitism. The rally attracts 290,000 people in person and 250,000 people through Livestream 359. 
November 1 for a 17A Chinese President Xi Jinping visits the United States for the first time since 2017 to hold a key summit in San Francisco with Biden 360 both China and the US agree to reopen their suspended military communications and to cooperate against the increasing climate crisis 361-362. November 16th A George Santos says he will not seek re-election after the House Ethics Committee issued a scathing report against him, which led to him being charged with several counts of fraud 363. November 17th A Sam Altman, the founder and CEO of ChatGPT developer OpenAI, is fired by OpenA's board for reportedly lying to its board of directors, though reinstated five days later after OpenAI investor Microsoft announces its intention to hire Altman as well as OpenAI co-founder Greg Brockman after the latter's resignation in protest of the board 364-365-366-367. November 20th A The U.S. men's national soccer team qualifies for the 2024 Copa AMA Copyright RICA, which will be hosted in the United States 368. November 21, 2023 Israel Hamas war hostage crisis AA deal brokered by the US, Egypt and Qatar, sees the release of 50 Hamas-held hostages, including American citizens, held in Gaza 369. November 22. The FTC proposes a ban on cord-cutting fees instated by cable companies as part of Biden's ongoing campaign against junk fees 370. 2023, Rainbow Bridge Explosion AA car crashes into a border checkpoint structure and explodes on the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls, New York, killing both occupants and injuring a U.S. Customs and Border Protection Officer 371. November 23 A proud Palestinian protesters disrupt the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in three locations by wearing white jumpsuits covered in fake blood and gluing themselves to the parade route 372. November 25 A anti-Palestinianism during the 2023 Israel-Hamas war A three Palestinian students are shot and injured in Burlington, Vermont while on Thanksgiving break after the suspect harasses them for speaking Arabic and wearing kafiyas to show solidarity with Palestine amid the ongoing war in Gaza 373. November 28. A tribute service for Rosalind Carter, who passed away nine days earlier, is held, attended by all living former First Ladies, President and First Lady Biden, Vice President Harris, Second Gentleman Emhoff, and former presidents Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter. Her official funeral was held one day later at the Carter's home church in Plains, Georgia 374. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban announces his intention to sell his stake in the team to Miriam Adelson for $3.5 billion, who is selling roughly 10% of her stake in her late husband Sheldon's company Las Vegas Sands to finance part of her purchase 375-376. November 29 The U.S. alleges a plot by the Indian government to assassinate the New York-based Sikh separatist Gurpatwant Singh Panun, a spokesperson for the pro-Kalistan group Sikhs for Justice. An Indian government employee is the target of an indictment in New York for their alleged role in the assassination plot 377. December December 1 The House votes 311A114 to expel George Santos on fraud and corruption allegations 
the first congressional expulsion since James Traficant in 2002-378. December 30 Alaska Airlines announces it has agreed to buy Hawaiian Airlines for $1.9 billion, a deal yet to be approved by regulators 379. December 4 A North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum suspends his 2024 campaign for President 380. December 5 2023 United States Congress hearing on anti-Semitism, the United States House Committee on Education held a hearing on anti-Semitism, in which the presidents of three major universities, Claudine Gay of Harvard University, Liz McGill of the University of Pennsylvania, and Sally Kornblatt of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, were called to testify 381. 2023 Austin Shootings a man is arrested for six counts of murder and three counts of attempted murder after a shooting spree which began in Austin, Texas, and continued in Bayhar County 382. December 6. Kevin McCarthy announces his resignation from Congress at the end of the year, two months after his removal from the office of Speaker 383. 2023 UNLV shooting. A suspect kills three people and injures one other in a shooting spree before dying in a shootout with police 384. Google DeepMind releases the Gemini language model. Gemini will act as a foundational model integrated into Google's existing tools, including Search and BART 385. December 7. The Federal Permitting Improvement Steering Council gives final approval to a new offshore wind farm near Rhode Island 386. In ice hockey, the Los Angeles Kings set a new record for opening road wins at 11 following their 4-0 victory against the Montreal Canadiens 387. December 8. Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour becomes the first tour to gross over $1 billion making it the highest-grossing tour and Swift the first artist to reach the 1 billion mark 388. Ethan Crumbly, the perpetrator of the 2021 Oxford High School shooting that killed four and injured seven, is sentenced to life without parole 389. The FDA approves the two gene therapies for sickle cell disease 390. December 9. In baseball, Japanese pitcher and designated hitter Shohei Otani announces on INST Agram that he has signed a 10-year, $700 million deal with the MLB's Los Angeles Dodgers after spending the first six seasons with the Los Angeles Angels 391. 2023 Major League Soccer Season, the Columbus Crew win 2A1 against Los Angeles FC in MLS Cup 2023 and win their third MLS Cup in franchise history 392. 2023 A24 NBA season, the Los Angeles Lakers win the first NBA in-season tournament, defeating the Indiana Pacers 1-2-3 A109-393. A tornado outbreak in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Mississippi leaves 7 dead, 71 injured, and 35,000 without electricity 394. Liz McGill resigns as the president of the University of Pennsylvania due to backlash towards her testimony about anti-Semitism at the institution during a House Committee on Education and the Workforce hearing 395. December 15 Rudy Giuliani is ordered to pay over $148 million in a defamation case brought by two Georgia election workers, 
relating to statements he made during the 2020 election 396. December 18. Nippon Steel announces its agreement to acquire U.S. Steel for $14.1 billion. The company will retain its name and maintain its headquarters in Pittsburgh 397. Operation Prosperity Guardian is launched by the United States alongside the United Kingdom, Bahrain, Canada, France, Greece, Italy, the Netherlands, Norway, Seychelles, and Spain to protect and escort ships in the Red Sea from Houthi attacks. December 19 In Anderson v. Griswold, the Colorado Supreme Court removes Trump from the state's 2024 Republican primary due to the 14th Amendment's ban on candidates who engage in insurrections 398. The Missouri Supreme Court strikes down a state law which criminalizes homeless residents on state land as well as unanimously striking down another state law which bans COVID-19 vaccine mandates for public workers 399. December 24, a 2023 NFL season, the Detroit Lions win their first divisional title in 30 years 400. December 26, a 2023 a 24 NBA season, the Detroit Pistons break the single-season record for the most amount of losses in a National Basketball Association regular season with 27 consecutive losses, surpassing the record set by the 2010A11 Cleveland Cavaliers and 2013A14 Philadelphia 76ERS401. From the ACLU, this is At Liberty. I'm Kendall Seesmeyer, your host. And I'm Vanessa Handy, a producer on the show. 2023 is coming to a close, and boy, oh boy, there is a lot that has happened. We have weathered so much this year. We continue at the ACLU to fight for civil rights and civil liberties all across the country, including prying open every opportunity for abortion access and reproductive health care in the aftermath of the overturn of Roe. And blocking trans health care bans popping up in all different states. Not to mention, we've levied lawsuits to curb the rise in book bans and educational censorship. The banning of books in the U.S. is a tale as old as time. School curriculums and libraries are a battleground for book bans across the country. And advocated for racial equity amid the overturn of affirmative action and continued attacks on voting rights. Hey, hey, students of color are here to say So today, we're highlighting some of the most notable episodes from the year, which also happen to be some of our favorites. We'll chat about what we enjoyed, how they came to be, and where the issues we reported on stand today. We hope you enjoy. Okay, I want to start off by talking about the episode I enjoyed the most from this past year. If I had to pick a favorite, 
it was my favorite. We released it at the very beginning of June, and it's called Let Trans Kids Speak for Themselves. In a year of an unprecedented 452 anti-LGBTQ bills in the U.S. this legislative session, a significant portion of those, 118 of them, were attacking trans kids specifically. We've covered this surge in a variety of ways this year, but I felt most passionate about highlighting the voices of trans kids specifically and to hear from them just forthright. What I love most about this episode is that we hear from three trans kids across the country, Dylan, Jaden, and Hobbs, who are in typical teen fashion particularly annoyed that they even have to be talking about this issue. I want to play one clip from Dylan where he cites all that has changed since he's received gender-affirming care. And I love this clip because I think it really shows the transformative nature of being able to access healthcare that you need and the freedom that can come with listening to trans kids and respecting their own self-determination. So this is Dylan. Dylan, you're a named plaintiff in the Arkansas case that the ACLU is arguing, Brent versus Rutledge, to fight for gender-affirming health care. What has gender-affirming health care looked like for you? What does it mean to you? And what do you want these people who are trying to ban it, what do you want them to know? I, oh, hmm. it has been a life-saving thing for me. Um, and I mean, I, I started testosterone in 2020, August of 2020. I started and it's been almost three years and I have been the happiest person I think I've ever been. Um, I've seen so many changes with myself, not even, not only physical, but like mentally and emotionally, I've just become a better person and grown as a person since then. Um, and I talk about this all the time with the lawsuit, like I've just, I've been able to put myself out there more. I would never be doing this three years ago. It, it wouldn't happen. There's no way. I was so concerned with the way that other people saw me and the way that I saw myself that, that the even thought of even going out was not, a, was not an option. It was not a possibility in my mind. Um, now, my mom probably hates it, but I'm never home. You know, I, <laughs> I'm never home. I go out with my friends all the time. I went to prom this year as a last-minute decision, was able to find a suit and go and feel so comfortable. Just, I felt good. It was just one of those things where I put that on and I was like, wow, like this feels good. This feels nice. And so for the adults that are trying to take this away, they don't really... They don't see how good I'm doing now because they didn't see me before. Not that they're even seeing me now, really. They don't, they don't know who I am. What listening to this always reminds me is that 
It's really very simple. And I think we as an adults like to make this all really complicated, specifically how we talk about trans people in the national dialogue, in media, and in politics. It was so refreshing to just cut through the noise and hear about how Dylan's life has changed from Dylan. And the other thing I'll mention is obviously in the clip, we noted that this is Dylan Brandt, who was the named plaintiff in um, Brandt versus Rutledge, which was our ACLU lawsuit against the Secretary of State in Arkansas, who was banning trans health care for minors. And Dylan fought this all the way through. We actually had a really amazing outcome. And just weeks after we interviewed Dylan, Jaden, and Hobbs, we got a answer in this case that it had been blocked in court. And so that was a huge victory. And Dylan was really at the center of it all. And his decision to use his voice and to be public with his story was just so impactful. So impactful, in fact, that Dylan was actually named to Time Magazine's Time 100. And it was really awesome to see Dylan and his mom come to New York and celebrate as they deserve. One other moment that really touched me is when 15-year-old Jaden talks about her friends coming over to help her get ready for homecoming and bringing their makeup because she didn't have any and she didn't know how to use it. Jaden said, they made sure that I felt pretty and they made sure I was confident in the way that I looked because they just cared about me. The power of kindness, Vanessa. Yes, the power of kindness and the power of friendship. I mean, that is just such a simple and pure thing. And I'm so glad that Jaden and Dylan and Hobbs have these friends that are rallying and supporting them. We are hearing about attacks on the trans community and bans to gender-affirming healthcare, And yet, we have these moments of lightness where someone gets to learn how to do their makeup. I mean, it's just so beautiful, and it really warms my heart to hear that they are getting to have these moments amid a very hard time for the trans community. I really enjoyed this conversation. I got to speak with the three of them before we had this conversation all together as a group. And even the community that they wanted to establish between the three of them was so endearing and wonderful because they're in their communities. They might not be having these conversations with their peers. They might not be um, around a bunch of other trans kids. And so it was really cool to see the community that they even could build within the scope of a conversation. We're definitely going to dive more into the new wave of trans healthcare bans in the new year. But we have a tough update, which is that on November 1st, we made the decision to join with trans youth, their families, and their medical providers, as well as with our legal partners, including the ACLU of Tennessee, to ask the Supreme Court to block a Tennessee law banning gender-affirming medical care for trans people under 18, so minors. The Tennessee law currently prohibits medical providers from treating trans youth with evidence-based gender-affirming medical treatment and requires youth currently receiving that gender-affirming care to end that care by March 31st of 2024. Um, so we'll have more of this story in the future. 
including why we decided to appeal to the Supreme Court. Um, That was not an easy decision. And as we've weathered so many of these fights to block trans healthcare bills all across the country, we're moving this concept of banning healthcare forward. And we're hoping the Supreme Court takes up our case. So more soon on that. I want to chime in with one of my favorite episodes from this year, and it's one that we released in June called A Year Without Row, Your Stories. And like the title suggests, we use this episode to reflect on how people's lives have been impacted since the overturn of Roe v. Wade last year. We did a call out for Your Stories, and you all responded loud and clear. I mean, we received hundreds of responses from folks across the country, and it captured the numerous and really nuanced consequences of the Dobbs decision. So we shared some of your messages in the episode, and we spoke in depth with four people about their experiences. I really think that this conversation on abortion access and reproductive freedom often centers people who don't want to get pregnant and how it's going to impact their access to abortion But I want to share a clip from this episode that brings up another side of the conversation. And it's one that you may not have thought of before. Margaret, a romance writer from St. Louis, Missouri, told us about how her dating life has changed in a state where abortion is banned. You know, for for me at this point, it's going to have to be someone really special for me to allow them into my life in that way. There's not going to be the casual hookups or anything like that. That is, for me, that is completely over. You know, it makes me take a step back from even wanting to date. As a romance author, you write a lot about sex, dating, and relationships explicitly in your day job. I wonder if your personal experience since the fall of Roe has changed the stories you're writing and how you're writing them. I try for my own sanity to keep politics out of it as much as possible. But it's definitely, you know, because I write uh, spicy romance, okay? And which to me is something that is about women's liberation, okay? The, the, the right to go and enjoy pleasure, right? Right. And pleasure as you deem it, as it works for you, not necessarily for someone else. So it has made me want to almost be a little bit more cautious in how I portray things and how I talk about things and just what I go and say, even just to turn a phrase that could potentially be used, used against me. I think that the points about dating and sex are something that so many of us are thinking about in this time, but it often goes unspoken. So I personally appreciate Margaret's transparency and her realness. But what I love most about this episode is how different everyone's stories were. In the interviews and the responses that we got, we heard about impacts on the healthcare profession, access to gender-affirming care, the experience of pregnancy and family planning and so much more. And even though every story we heard was unique, I think that all of them showed 
just how complicated and stressful it's been to contend with the overturn of Roe. Um, And I think this episode really validated a lot of the difficult and collective emotions we've had this past year. I don't know about you, Kendall, but I know it really did that for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can still remember the day that Roe was overturned. And um, obviously, working at the ACLU, we had to like jump into action and jump into work. But that really sat with me for the following few months in a really intense way. And I think when we sought to collect these stories, so often we've been hearing kind of the most traumatic versions of these stories. But what was so illuminating was the mental weight that so many people and how pervasive that mental weight was that so many people are carrying in the more quotidian ways that is impacting our everyday life. So I agree with you, Vanessa. For sure. And I I got the overwhelming sense from everyone that we talked to that people really appreciated even just having the space to talk about this and kind of feel some catharsis through this episode. I will add that in the midst of like some of these harder conversations, Margaret was so hilarious. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, (laughs) And that's just like a little behind the scenes thing is that I think I started crying because I was laughing so hard because Margaret kept banging on the table in front of her, which, you know, for audio's sake, that's not something that we can really do anything with. So I'd have to stop and say, Margaret, I know you're passionate, but like, you got to stop banging on the table. (laughs) Yeah, it was the moment of levity, though, amidst a harder story. I know. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to share that clip. But since this episode aired, we've continued to cover the fight for reproductive freedom and the rights of pregnant people on our show. Back in November, we celebrated a major win in Ohio where voters passed an amendment to enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution, making it the seventh state to protect abortion access through the ballot box. We also saw voters in Virginia and Pennsylvania vote in favor of pro-abortion majorities in their state governments. So lots of wins all around. That's not something that we can always say. Another issue we've been following very closely is access to medication abortion. The Supreme Court announced that it will hear the case Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine versus FDA, with the potential for serious effects on people's ability to access abortion. Just 18 months after overturning Roe v. Wade, the court agreed to review a decision in a case brought by anti-abortion activists that would make it far more difficult for people nationwide to access mifepristone, a medication used in most abortions in this country today. Mifepristone has been safely used by more than 5 million people to end a pregnancy since it was approved nearly a quarter century ago. And it's part of the gold standard for some miscarriage care. No date has been set for oral arguments, but we will bring you updates in the new year. Next up, we have another national story that encapsulates, I think, a number of our issue areas at the ACLU. This episode was called Banning TikTok is a Really Bad Idea. 
The episode ran in mid-May, shortly after the TikTok CEO was grilled by Congress in a hearing on the platform's security and privacy practices, with particular concern to the Chinese government's access to American user data. This issue is a privacy issue, a national security issue, and a free speech issue. And we happen to know a few things about those issues. If the U.S. government banned TikTok, it would irreparably harm Americans' First Amendment right to express themselves, access information, and communicate with people around the world. What's more, calls to ban TikTok for national security reasons have not been remotely supported by concrete public evidence, instead focusing on speculation and anti-Asian xenophobia. On this episode, we spoke with three notable TikTok creators about how the platform has helped them advance causes of civil rights and civil liberties. Tiffany Yu, a disability advocate, Jamira Burley, a racial justice advocate, and Talia Lichstein, a reproductive freedom advocate, joined us. And then we also spoke with our in-house expert, Ashley Gorski, who is a senior staff attorney with the ACLU's National Security Project. We're going to play a clip of Tiffany Yu on the value of TikTok for communities who lack mainstream representation. What do you think we lose with a TikTok ban? I think for me, there are kind of like three big things that we lose if TikTok goes away. Disabled people are twice as likely to live in poverty. And what TikTok has unleashed for many of us is that we actually can create a career being a a creator. Um, The second is that disabled people find each other online and it's where we find community first and it's where our social fabric and many of our social connections are. And then the third is that for people who are not disabled, it makes our experience more accessible to them and through a more empowering lens than some of the pity victim narratives that the mainstream media still is including in their movies and TV shows. I really enjoyed hearing from the TikTok creators themselves about the value add that TikTok is bringing to their lives. As Tiffany said, for disabled people who struggle with employment, accommodations, and representation, TikTok has been such a meaningful opportunity to be seen, to start dialogue, to meet other people, and to be paid on their own terms. Mm. So I'm a huge fan of TikTok personally, Vanessa. How did you feel about this story? I think the story showed such an important side of the conversation on what it would mean for TikTok to not be in our lives anymore. For me, I wouldn't consider myself a content creator, but even just as someone who uses TikTok very casually, it's brought a lot of value to my life and has honestly just been a great educational tool. I think it's also really important to think about TikTok as a tool that young people predominantly use. And a lot of the conversation on our podcast is about how young people are at the forefront of social change most often. And throughout history, this is true. And so I, I feel like censoring young people in their voices really censors and prohibits social change. I know that that's perhaps a big lofty statement to make about something that people see as, you know, just kind of a silly little app on your phone where people do dances to trending sounds. (laughs) And while that is true, I think it isn't inaccurate to say that it is a platform or a medium or a forum for 
organizing these days. What is so notable about this story is that it follows this uh, trend line that we've been seeing um, in other stories and other efforts by our government to really capitalize on this anti-Asian sentiment that uh, I think has accelerated or been accelerated by the, the COVID pandemic. And we see this anti-China sentiment in particular seep into so many different areas of our life, whether that be trying to ban TikTok or trying to pass alien land laws in, in states like Florida. We're involved in a litigation there. And I want to also add that we do have an episode about anti-Asian land laws in Florida. So you should check it out. Absolutely. Thanks for that plug, Vanessa. <laughs> no problem. In recent months, we've seen lawmakers in the United States, Europe, and Canada escalate efforts to restrict access to TikTok. This is all because of the app's Chinese ownership, like we've mentioned. Since November, more than two dozen states have banned TikTok on government-issued devices, and many colleges have blocked it from campus Wi-Fi networks. The state of Montana even signed a bill to ban TikTok in the state. This was back in May. But a federal judge recently stopped the ban on the grounds that it violated the First Amendment and also violated a clause that gives Congress the power to regulate commerce with foreign nations. We've been talking a whole lot about censorship, and the next episode that I want to mention stays in that vein. Um, this episode comes from the back-to-school season in September, and it focuses on the right to learn, which is another one of the issue areas we work on here at the ACLU. Back-to-school season should be an exciting time and a new beginning for everyone involved, students, parents, educators. And unfortunately, this year, it was anything but that for some educators and students in Texas. In our episode called, Why is Texas Eliminating School Libraries? We investigated the headlines about the state's plan to convert libraries into disciplinary centers and eliminate librarian positions at several schools in the Houston Independent School District, or HISD, which is the largest district in Texas and one of the largest in the country. These changes were notably targeted at schools with high populations of low-income and black and brown students. And we spoke to two very spunky and seasoned Texas librarians for this episode, Becky Calzada and Deborah Hall. And the two of them have been advocating for students and the future of their professions as librarians. We also then heard from Chloe Kempf, an attorney at the ACLU of Texas, who helped us make sense of how educational censorship infringes on students' civil rights. Librarians are teachers primarily in the state of Texas. School librarians have to have a minimum of two years of teaching experience before um, they can even consider becoming a school librarian. And then once they do that, they have to go to library school to take coursework and then to also obtain a master's degree. So not only do we have a highly educated person in front of students, the role and the learning that happens in library school centers around not just literacy, but it uh, now talks about uh, the use of tech integration, digital citizenship. They're also leaders on the campus, you know, you know, trying to partner with their administration to extend the mission and the vision of the campus and the schools. And so, I mean, there's just so many things that um, they, they can do. And so I think it's just more like, you know, leveraging that person um, and not 
considering just the the administrative sort of the tasks. Because yes, those things have happened. You know, yes, we have to purchase books. Yes, we have to process books. But if you really want to maximize that person, um, you'll really put them in that role of instructional leader to partner with teachers. And of course, to work with students because the library is the heart of the school. It's the center of the school. The heart of the school? That is so sweet and so true. I mean, Kendall... I think it's an understatement to say that we absolutely love libraries here. I I had such a close relationship with my librarians growing up. I used to spend every single day after school in elementary school at the library. So I, I am with Becky and Deborah all the way. You know, Vanessa, they say having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. Uh, <laughs> and it's so true. That is what this episode is all about. You know, I think it's also really important to just be clear about like, you know, we're doing this episode because we've seen so much censorship happen, particularly targeting education that pertains to teaching accurate history, accurate history about Black history, slavery in our country, the civil rights era, et cetera. And then also um, accurate information about gender diversity and sexuality. And that's the subject matter that school boards are trying to remove from libraries through book bans. Um, And then this is the next evolution on that. Like, okay, why even have libraries at all? Let's make them discipline centers so we can advance the school-to-prison pipeline. It really was so shocking to me to even see those headlines. So I was so grateful that we got to, to do this episode. Me too. I mean, if there's anything I learned from this, it's that the world needs to put more respect on librarians' names, especially in Texas. I mean, they're up against so much in that state. If you don't know, Texas is the state with the most banned books in the country. And since we checked in with our librarians, unfortunately, plans to uproot libraries as we know them in the Houston Independent School District have gone into effect. As of early November, 85 schools have been reformed by Superintendent Mike Miles, through a model called the new education system. And at many of these schools, libraries have been turned into team centers where students who excel are sent to work on more challenging material by themselves. Or inversely, misbehaving students are sent there to watch their classes virtually as a disciplinary consequence. These centers do contain books and students can access the books before or after school or by the discretion of their classroom teachers. However, librarians have been removed at the majority of these schools, and they are not involved in the team centers. And Superintendent Mike Miles says that he cut librarians in order to, quote, prioritize resources and focus on teaching kids how to read through a science of reading curriculum. I mean, it begs the question, uh, how can students succeed if they don't have librarians with them? But... The superintendent plans to expand this model to a total of 150 schools by the 2025-2026 school year. And whether it's in Texas or other states across the nation, we will be watching and continuing to protect students' right to learn at this time. That's right, Vanessa. This has been so fun. We truly had such a hard time picking the stories that we wanted to highlight this year um, because there were so many really meaningful and impactful stories that we had the privilege of telling. And 
you know, obviously our, our jobs are to document and to help kind of sort through the really troublesome stuff that's happening in our world and in our country specifically. We feel very honored that we get to be a part of this work and that we get to be breaking down these stories and sharing them with all of you. So really appreciate all who listen. And Vanessa, we should do this again. It was so fun to do this with you. I completely agree. It's an honor and a privilege to get to just witness this work and be a part of it. So I don't know, same time next year, maybe? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to At Liberty wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review the show. We really appreciate the feedback. Until next week, stay strong. At Liberty is a production of the ACLU, produced by me, Kendall Seesmeyer, and Vanessa Handy. This episode was edited by folks at Ultraviolet Audio. And now, time for some bloopers. From the ACLU, this is At Liberty. I'm Kendall Seesmeyer, your host. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Slay. Slay. (laughs) I really enjoyed hearing from the TikTok. I really enjoyed hearing from the TikTok. For them to imagine it. Nope. (laughs) Slay. 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 Take it, don't stop. (laughs) Okay, right. All right. How should make it in? Play. Play. Yeah, I think we. Vandal's um, real. We ate and. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Me seven. when I have to One, count. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> In the outro, you should be like, uh, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the debut of Vandal. <laughs> Yeah, if you've been living under a rock for the past um, six months and don't know what Vandal is, get hip. (laughs) Get hip to it. It's just Vanessa and Kendall in a super group together. Live, love, love. (laughs) We're living, we're laughing, and we're loving. That's for sure. expressed on this program are those of the guests and not necessarily the views of management and staff of OBS Radio, OBS International, and Greater Works Business Services. Guests who appear on this podcast are not required to pay a fee and is made possible by RadioGuestList.com. For more information, please visit our website at www.obsintl.cf. Follow OBS on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash broadcast section. If you want to contribute financially to help us continue broadcasting, please go to paypal.me.obsintl. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. This is a presentation of OBS News, which is responsible for the guests and comments. This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International a division of Greater Works Business Services.